reason to complain I have no reason to smile But I guess it's okay just wrote the spelling of typhoid in the chat room if you're listening to this uh, later not the live show that is spelled capital t y p h o i d e and uh, he can be found on soundcloud i believe on spotify too but i'm not sure uh and good evening a uh, word of advice to podcasters out there that may just be getting started uh don't wait for people to come in the chit chat room before you start it because when you post it later and you do that there can be a lot of just dead silence you don't need i mean every show is better 
with people in the chat room. Uh, that is true. But the art of doing this is being able to adjust to any situation. Right now, I don't have anyone in the chat room, and I'm going with it. I'm going with it. And that's not a complaint or anything or a pat on the back to myself that, wow, I can handle any uh, situation, any situation, uh, yeah, uh, because I'm a professional podcaster. Well, heck no, I'm not a professional podcaster. This is not what I do for a living. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting if it was what I did for a living, but anywho, we'll go with it. All right, so this show is about, I'll discuss my recent emotions and uh, observations. Actually, it's been a good last few days, I'll say that. <coughs> uh. <coughs> Excuse me, geez, if I'm getting verklempt already, that doesn't bode well for the uh, next two hours. Uh, anywho, yeah, been a good last few days. Uh, the weather in Waldo County, Maine, and the entire state of Maine has been good. Uh, the problem is we haven't had any rain. We've had a lot of wind, and that scares me. The fire danger is up everywhere. Uh, I did notice Sunday when I was outside doing Zumba class, the black flies are out. That was a day where the wind wasn't, or a morning anyway, where the wind wasn't present. Uh, the black flies are out. The wind keeps them away. They weren't biting yet. I did swallow a few, uh, but uh, they will be biting soon. They're early this year. Everything's early this year. The daffodils, I mean, I noticed the lilacs are uh, getting flowery buds on them. I mean, that's like, you know, three weeks early, um, maybe even four weeks early. So uh, it's, it's kind of weird. It's been a good spring, but I worry about, uh, I do worry about the lack of moisture. Some people don't like that word, moist or moisture, but the lack of rain, precipitation. Let me get a little sip of water here. Very good. Uh, so, um, and been generally happy. Uh, I can't really complain, which is, it's nice to have a stretch of days where you're feeling pretty good about yourself. It's, or, or just feeling good about things in general. I mean, I like that. I had a good podcast with uh, Chris Stout on Saturday night. Uh, was able to gain some new followers, which is great. I'm trying to gradually get more fo followers. Uh, I still don't have any viewers or viewers, uh, listeners from the country of Canada, which concerns me. And in Thailand, I am growing like crazy. I Maybe I'm going to be the new... Uh, phenomenon in Thailand, the Wicked Awesome podcast. Uh, some uh, yeah, Gen X guy from Waldo County, Maine. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess my maybe my humor fits in that country. I I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, yeah. Do I need a new wardrobe? Uh, my wardrobe for a 50-year-old guy, uh, single now, <coughs> um, is pretty limited. Uh, so my professional attire is typically uh, my Keens. I, Keens, I do ads for Keens all day long. I mean, they wouldn't even have to pay me much money, just give me footwear for the rest of my life. 
I would do Keen advertisements forever. Keens are for footwear. They're uh, they last forever. They're just they're stylish, and people notice when you wear them. Ooh, you got Keens. I got must be cool. Uh, every once in a while, uh, I'll uh, wear uh, some Keen sandals. Uh, then I switch to the Queen hiking boots. The Queen Keen hiking boots, and uh, I like Keens. Yeah. Anywho, <coughs> excuse me, you'd be thinking I was like doing bong hits over here. I'm not on planet ADHD, so you'd be thinking I'd be doing this, but I'm not. Anywho, I've been saying anywho a lot. Okay, I'll stop that. I'm going to stop with the anywho's right now. Typically, I also wear a pair of pants. Uh, usually some comfy wear, but somewhat dressy. Lee, the brand name Lee seems to be a popular brand for me. You can buy them. Mainers know of Rennie's stores. I mean, they sell Carhartts. Carhartts, uh, I love Carhartt, but I don't always have <coughs> the spare money to splurge on Carhartts. But I don't know. I say that. I'm just a cheap bastard. But um so Lees are kind of the just the kind of the mid range. They last. A, they have some quality to them, so they'll last a while. And so that's what I end up wearing a lot of time. And they're affordable, uh, most importantly. So I wear those. Uh, you know, they look kind of utilitarian, if you will, like somewhat dressy, somewhat workish. Uh, so that works. Uh, then my kind of. Uh, go-to just uh, work shirt is just a plaid button-up long-sleeve shirt. I could buy them at Goodwill, but Goodwill's jacked up their prices on that, so I'm better off just buying uh, the shirts brand new. Um, I'm not spending much more money. So again, I go to Rennie's. I've discovered that some places like Burlington Coat Factory, that's a good place. Uh, Old Navy on occasions, not a bad place, and uh, TJ Maxx. So, yeah, so typically just like a plaid button-up dressy shirt. Then uh, I'll wear a vest. I have three uh, insulated, like, Carhartt vests. Uh, and underneath that, I'll wear a flannel shirt. I love flannel shirts. I don't wear the vest over them so much now. I just wear a flannel shirt over my other plaid dress shirt which is plaid on plaid uh, uh, many have said that i should not do that because it doesn't make fashion sense but you know what it makes me feel comfortable so do, it just makes me think do i need a new wardrobe i mean do i need to mix it up a little bit do i need dressier pants uh, dress up shirts that aren't plaid that are just single color do i need to buy like uh, a sports coat and uh, maybe just a good pair of, like, deck dress shoes. You can picture all this, can't you? Do we, Does Matt need a new wardrobe? And then it makes me think of my fitness wardrobe. When I do exercise, Zumba's the most popular one, I wear T-shirts that I've had around forever. Usually they're oversized. And I rotate around, like, uh, three pairs of basketball shorts and I have my new balance kind of aerobic fitness sneakers, but they, you know, they look like typical sneakers, white socks, occasionally black. 
<laughs> that must look dorky as hell. But anyway, it's like, you know, if I'm going to be doing, uh, taking this Zumba thing seriously, uh, should I wear different types of exercise clothes? I noticed some of these guys wear athletic shorts and they wear some sort of tights underneath them. I don't know what they're called. I've seen some basketball players wear them too. Uh, they look kind of cool and dressy and um, makes me wonder if they're wearing them just as a fashion statement or if it's uh, if or or if these pants have some sort of purpose, if they hold things in place so you don't pull anything uh, makes me wonder. Um, so uh, there's that. Uh, so, you know, other so then it'd be like exercise tank tops and. All this other, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so thinking about getting a new wardrobe. Let me know what you're wearing if you uh, decide to chime in later. Uh, all right. Uh, some observations. Uh, I already went over that. Any other observations of the day? Do you, I don't know. It's all kinds of observations. One thing I try not to do is to get into the cynical humor. It doesn't work for me. I listen to some of these other shows on Podbean. So cynical humor does work with some people. Uh, it doesn't fit me if I start becoming cynical. Those who know me in real life that listen to this be like, uh, what the heck's wrong with this guy? And those of you who do not know me may get turned off because it's not within my comfort level to be cynical. Uh, it, it works for some people for some, uh, it works for some people, some, some hosts, and, and they are funny with that type of humor. It doesn't work for me. Uh, you know, that being said, uh, I do have a weird sense of humor and that's the type of humor that, Hey, if some people get it and they laugh at it, great. If other people don't get it, it either don't get it and therefore, don't laugh or just don't think it's funny. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I don't believe that I have to apologize for a weird sense of humor. Uh, I do. I am the type of person that feels like he has to apologize for cynicism if uh, people take it the wrong way. And I have before in my life. I have uh, become much better over the years with that. So let me get a sip of water. All right. These solo shows do this to me. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, so that being said, um, I'm trying to expand my Twitter presence. And I don't know quite how to do that. I've had a tw I think I, I believe I mentioned before I've had a Twitter account for many, many years. I don't know how to I don't know how to expand it. I mean, I, I hardly know how to use it. So so I get on there. I have like very few followers I'm, i mean i'll be embarrassed to tell you how many i have so today i get on and i'm like you know all right i'm just gonna do you know look up do a google search to how to expand my uh following on twitter so uh, you know suggestions like tweet a lot use hashtags respond to stuff blah 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 start following other people so i just kind of uh for a little while go kind of nuts with it and you know, of course, today, 
I, I hesitate to even mention his name, but Tucker Carlson said something stupid again, which he knows what he's doing. He's doing this and he knows he's going to get ratings. So, and we react to it. Um, but anyway, so he said something like, if you see your child uh, in the community wearing a mask, please call the police, please call child protective services. So I tweeted in response to that, if you see a child in your community watching Tucker Carlson, uh, please call the police, please call Child Protective Services. And uh, there was one person that liked that. So I'm like, all right, okay, okay. And then um, I'm looking at the Jimmy Fallon thing. Uh, Jimmy Fallon today is do a hashtag, tell a funny story about why I am single. Use the hashtag why I am single. So I'm reading a bunch of them and some of the more kind of innocent one. I don't know if innocent's the word ones that are just kind of not very funny and commonplace or not very funny to me, but just commonplace. We're getting responses and retweets. Uh, one guy wrote, um, I eat cold SpaghettiOs out of the can. Hashtag why I am single. That got responses, likes, and retweets. And I'm thinking to myself, huh? How did that happen? Uh, how did that happen? I, I, I mean, really? I mean, so, hey, teach his own. I mean, it's just, okay, I eat cold SpaghettiOs out of the can. That's why I'm saying, okay. So I decided to kind of go off on this a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'll play this game. I said, uh, oh, what did I say? I got to get the wording right. After our first date, I carved a heart with our initials in it. Maybe it was a bad idea that I did it on the hood of her car. Hashtag why I am single. Now, to me, that's a little dark, a little weird, but I would think people would think that was funny, uh, but nobody did. Nobody, I didn't get any responses on that. Oh, I have a, I have a whiny voice. Hi, whiny voice. There we go. Matt. But anyway... Uh, so there's that. So anyway, I'm still trying to grow my uh, Twitter feed and by liking other podcasters, other people just, you know, one thing about Twitter is I've noticed other social media friends, say social media friends from my face thing or Instagram. Uh, those are all, those are largely people I know in real life. Uh, so people I know in real life, it's if they have Twitter accounts, they don't use them or they're just difficult to uh, find. There have been a couple people that uh, started following me that I do know in real life. And I looked at how many people are following them. I'm like, oh, wow, they have a lot of followers. I mean, how do they how do they do it? How do they do it? I guess I'll have to get advice from them. Uh, one place where I am getting more followers is on Podbean itself, which is the most important thing. Rounding third is enter the live studio. Just you and I right now, rounding third. Uh, we'll see. Typically, this show picks up like in the last 10 minutes. It's like, okay, I'm about ready to go. I'm going to close the show. And uh, and then all of a sudden, like 50 people show up in the chat room. It's like, uh, where were you guys? Where were you people about a half hour ago? Where were you guys about a half hour ago? Uh, rounding third just said all you need. That is right. Rounding third is all I need. 
All I need is rounding third in my chat room to show how I feel. Oh, goodness. Remember that one, Jack Wagner, back in the 1980s? He was on that show, General Hospital, too, I believe. Yep. All right. And good, good. So that's my little kind of Twitter rant there. So uh, uh, a lot of shit happens after 9 p.m. on Podbean. Yeah, he's absolutely right. A lot of times, too, I mean, it's the time difference. For whatever reason, a lot of these podcasts are like in the uh, the Midwest which uh, some have called God's time zone. Anyway, God's time zone is an hour behind uh, this time zone. So I believe rounding third is right. That like after nine is when things really start rocking and uh, pod being the thing is I got to go to bed people. I mean, I got to work the next day and uh, I mean, you got to think so right now it's almost eight o'clock here and it's seven o'clock in uh, Illinois where uh, uh, one podcaster and his significant other live. I get, they're both podcasters. He's the host. She's the co-host. Uh, but she uh, uh, she could be easily the host as well. Uh, the roles could be uh, switched on that one. And uh, good old Father B. Yeah, he knows. Rodney Third knows who I'm talking about. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, YouTube videos are entertaining. Yeah, uh, even the ones with guy making sandwiches. I'll get to that one in a minute. But uh, the one, the ones that I really, really like are the, like, news bloopers. Uh, have you ever seen the compilations of the news bloopers? Those are funny, man. Some of those are so funny, uh, it's hysterical. I think what it is is just because none of that stuff that happens on those is planned. And the unplanned uh, mistakes, accidents, for or whatever reason, are just really, really funny. Uh, the one that sticks out in my mind is this news reporter uh, goes into a hamburger restaurant, uh, this popular hamburger joint, and she's there with the owner, and there's all these hamburgers around, and uh, they're talking about the price of hamburgers. Apparently, they're really good, and they're only 3 bucks. And she's looking at these, and you can tell, you know, she wants to eat one. And she's like, is it okay if I try one of those? And the guy says, Courtney, there's nothing I would rather see than my meat in your mouth. <laughs> and her response is so perfect. She goes, that's not the first time I heard that. <laughs> and I laughed. I, I laughed. That was like a belly laugh. Nothing I'd rather see than my meat in your mouth. Yeah, that's like a belly laugh. That's like you don't have to do crunches for uh, like a month after having a type of laugh like that. Uh, you're using every muscle, ab muscle you have in that laugh. Uh, yeah. Uh, one thing. Uh, um, try that for Twitter. Then you'll get a response. Hashtag, I want to see my meat in your mouth. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I should put that one on Twitter rounding third. That uh, Would that get me banned off Twitter? Or They do that, right? I mean, would that get me banned off Twitter? You know, no, I can't do that. I can't do it. I want to. I want to go to Twitter right now and do that just to see what would happen. Hashtag, I want to see my meat in your mouth. <laughs> the thing is, somebody, uh, I don't know, 
I, I, uh, uh, we'll have to. I'm going to debate that one. I'm going to debate. I'm going to debate that one. But maybe interesting hashtags are what we can think of on this show tonight. Yes, maybe we can. Absolutely. Uh, sponsored by Oscar Mayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That may not be a bad idea. That may not be a bad idea, rounding third. Other YouTube videos I've been watching. If you're ever, if you're not familiar with Watch Mojo on YouTube, uh, like the channel, especially if you like top 10 lists. They have top 10 lists, sometimes top 20 lists, but they have top 10 lists for everything. Entertainment, news, sports. Um, it's so it's something for everybody, really. And w- one thing about all these shows, podcasts, YouTube channels, uh, lists seem to be really popular. So one thing I noticed on uh, Watch Mojo was top 10 unusual restaurants. And then I saw uh, the two restaurants I'm about to mention on another kind of unusual uh, restaurant list. But one is called uh, Modern Toilet. Modern Toilet is a restaurant chain in Taiwan that specializes in everything related to toileting. So you go in, the seats are actual toilets. And what is disturbed? I will not go to one because they cater to bodily functions, meaning the food that is served on your plate is in the shape of poop. I don't want my food shaped like poop. I'm sorry. I don't want my food titled poop. There's like a poop ice cream. I'm not going to eat poop ice cream. I I don't care. I know it's not made of poop. It looks like poop. It's called poop. I'm not going to eat anything that even mentions bodily functions like that. I mean, uh, gross. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to take me there, rounding third. I'm not going to Modern Toilet Restaurant. I won't. They also serve a beer. They, it's called like a pea beer. So it, it's beer that's served in one of those hospital bottles when a hospital needs a urine, sam- urine, urine sample. You have to pee in this uh, bottle thing. Uh, and yeah, so they have those to serve this beer in. So your beer is served in this hospital urine container. I, I'm not, no. No, I, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. And then, like with soups and things like that, that they can't shape into poop. Poop. They they put it in a toilet bowl, a miniature toilet bowl. I'm not going to eat my food out of a miniature toilet bowl. I, I I won't. I won't. You can't make me. You can't make me. I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. All right. All right. Another sip of water. Jeez, I'm going to have to change the time of the show, aren't I, rounding third? Uh, that means I'll have to do a show from 9 to 11 on a Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. Is that what I'm going to have? Well, then I'd be competing with other podcasts that are out there, too, during that time. But I don't know. Maybe I just should. You know, they can kind of chime in and uh, they can take a break from their podcast to listen to mine, right? No, I don't know. I have noticed with Podbean, in fact, I do it. I will. 
I will uh, jump into one for a little bit, then jump into another. And I'm typically in there maybe 15 minutes at a time uh, when I get a chance to listen to Podbean, which is interesting. It's like going to different bars, right? It's like the Wicked Awesome podcast is like going into a bar. Just imagine going into the Wicked Awesome bar. Then you've had a drink or two there. Ooh, let's go to the Planet ADHD bar. Then you've had enough there, and you uh, maybe you've smoked a bong hit with Father Brian, too. It's one of those types of bars. Then you go to the, uh, the Nonsense Lounge. You go to that bar to kind of finish out the night. And I think that's uh, that's what you got to think of when you're entering these Podbean rooms, is that you're just going to a different bar, and each bar is a little bit different, has its own personality. And you may have your preference, but you're willing to try each. Okay. I've had shots from a syringe friend from a nursing school. Yeah, I've heard of uh, I've heard of that before. I mean, so you, did you have the shots in your your arm? Um, I've heard of Motley Crue doing that, where they would, like, shoot whiskey into their veins because there were such a bunch of drunks, and it hit them quick, and, and uh, it, the, the booze hit you quicker. Or did you just fill up the syringe and squirt it in your mouth? Uh, that would be the non-alcoholic way to do it. Uh, <laughs> nonsense comes on at mid. Yeah, and that's the problem with the Nonsense Lounge, which I do listen to uh, after the fact. I do like listening to his show. He's one guy that can pull off cynical humor, and I don't know what it is. I think it's a lot of it just has to do with his own comfort level, but also he has the, his voice. He has that type of voice for cynical humor, too, which I don't. I don't. Uh, my voice is uh, too deep and too, like, I don't know. My voice is like I should be doing, like, uh, uh, playing, like, Commodores and Barry White music, like, at 1 o'clock in the morning for people that are getting busy. Um, I'm trying to read everything from Rounding Third here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, going into, yeah, exactly. If you came into the Wicked Awesome podcast right now it'd be like going into a bar with two local drunks sitting alone and sometimes that has appeal so if you come into the wicked awesome podcast lounge now i'm not a lounge i'm uh but the bar right now uh, you'd find two local drunks sitting alone and uh hashtag nope down the throat not sure what that means he has other podcasters popping in. Yeah, I have noticed that as well. And he pops into other podcasts as well. Uh, so there is a community of uh, podcasters uh, here. No, The syringe shot is the hashtag nope down the throat. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so that's how you did the shot. Down the throat with the syringe. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, now we have that uh, wrapped up. So uh, the other restaurant is a, I can't, uh, it, uh, I, it's, I don't know the name of it. I can't remember, but it showed up a couple times on these lists. Hey, Father Brian. Woohoo. Father Brian's in the house. Ow. I'm going to, all right, awesome, okay, just for Father Brian, I'm going to do one of these. <gasps> Welcome, all right. Um, 
Yeah. So on actually I'm I'm getting sidetracked here, but I want to talk about Father Brian for a minute. We we're just mentioning your podcasts and other podcasts. And thank you for sharing the live show, by the way. I'll chime in tonight and share your show. Um we're talking about how podcasts on Podbean are like going into different bars. We all have something different to offer. And we all have our preferences for which show kind of meets our interests or whatever else. So you go to the Wicked Awesome Bar, you get something. You go into the Planet ADHD Bar, you get something. You go into the Nonsense Lounge, Nonsense Password Lounge, and you get something. So it's like going into different podcasts is is uh, a metaphorical thing. It's an analogous to going uh, bar hopping, basically. And we know that Planet ADHD D's bar has the uh, marijuana component as well. Uh, yeah, it's like a marijuana kind of bar. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Father Brian. So I'm uh, listening to Planet ADHD last night, and uh, there was a. I was on there for a little bit. I, uh, I, and Rounding Third came in kind of towards the tail end of when I was in there. I was only in there for about 15 minutes before I went to bed, but. There was a, another person in the room that started saying things about the vaccine. And with respect to Father's, Father Brian's and Lady Rebecca's room, I'm not going to get into an argument with anyone in the chat room on anyone else's uh, podcast. In fact, I'm not going to get into an argument, really, other than with my uh, occasional co-hosts on anything here. I'm going to be respectful for you in the uh a ch chat room okay however if you c start promoting conspiracy theories i'm going to call you out on it i'm going to say no that's not true i fact checked that and no it's not it's not true sorry uh respectfully disagree stop spreading uh, misinformation out there so when somebody writes in the <laughs> i'm a big prick does that count <laughs> no you're not rounding third Father Brian, uh, pro-vaccine. I was gentle, but did the same. Yeah, well, you handled that situation well, basically. So basically, it's just uh, someone spreading out some scientific misinformation about the vaccine. And Father Brian was handling it like, well, I'm still going to get it. I don't give a fuck, you know, which is a great attitude. I mean, I thought you handled that really well. You handled that uh, person in the chat room really, really well. They didn't get offended. Uh so, I mean, hats off to you for handling that situation uh, well. Well, I do get a little bothered by uh, misinformation out there. And it's so simple to fact check because the couple things that that person mentioned, I just went on Google really quick and found like six fact check articles, you know, with scientific information, you know, countering that. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, yes, be skeptical, but at the same time, be reasonable as well all right so we're talking about restaurants that we are just youtube videos and i was talking about restaurants weird restaurants that are out there in the world the other the, the one that stood out to me also that i will not go to is this aquarium restaurant i can't remember where it is but it's in the indian ocean so what it is is this restaurant that is 16 feet uh under the indian ocean so 
It's this glass dome, so you can see all kinds of fish and things like that swimming around you as you're eating. Only seats 14 people. You got to call ahead for reservations like months in advance, and good luck with that. But I can tell you this. No effing way am I going to that restaurant. No, 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 no. Do not bring me or suggest that we're going to go to a restaurant in a glass dome 16 feet underwater. No, I'm not doing it. You can't make me. You can't drag me. I'll kick and scream like a baby. I will not do it. But, but Matt, a submarine could crash into it and it would still be fine. No, no, no. You can't convince me. Nope. Uh, I just mentioned skepticism. There's no way. Yep. Yeah. Other than being in India, I might. I assume that's because it's uh, very far away for you to go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. India is a long ways away. I, ugh, yeah, I just I couldn't bring myself to uh, not do that. So, yeah, the toilet restaurant, no to the toilet restaurant and no to the underwater restaurant. I am good with that. Oh. If it was in Belfast Bay, would you? No, no, I would not. No, no, I, I would not. I would not walk down the street to the harbor here and go to a restaurant that's 16 feet underwater. No, no. Plus, it's uh, <laughs> P word. Yeah, hey, you don't call me the P word. <laughs> Rounding thirds. He's a funny guy. No, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't. Would you do it, Rounding Third? Would you do it, Father Brian? Would you eat in an aquarium restaurant? Uh, 16 feet underwater. I, I just couldn't bring myself to do that. But anyway, let's get another sip of water and another one of these. Just kidding. I'm not really. I'm just blowing bubbles. Uh, you do it with Father. Yes, if Father Brian came to Belfast, Maine, I would. Uh, yeah, if uh, Father Brian and Lady Rebecca came to Belfast, Maine, I would go to an underwater restaurant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But that would be the only circumstance. So first, this restaurant in Belfast Bay has to be built. Second, uh, Father Brian and Lady Rebecca will have to come to Belfast, Maine from the great state of Illinois. All right. Uh, another YouTube channel. This one's really cool. You wouldn't think it would be. But and maybe you've seen it, but it's like this uh, in Little Man. That's right there, toddler. Um, and we could always sing Baby Shark for real. Absolutely. I still haven't heard this parody they've done of Baby Shark. I always miss the after hour show on Planet ADHD. Apparently, it gets pretty wild and crazy there. But I I, I always miss that. I'll, some night I'll make it. I promise. I promise I will make it. Yes, absolutely. Um Oh, okay. I'll write it for you, someone. Okay, thanks, Father Brian. Yeah. Uh, so, anything. Uh, another thing I've been watching on YouTube lately is this uh, kid who works at Subway, and all it is is a point of view shot of him making Subway sandwiches. They're like two to three minute videos, and he'll do a narration over the, him making sandwiches, and it could be about customers uh, asking for weird things it could be it's always it seems to be always customer related just kind of weird experiences that he has with uh, customers and, and no it wasn't jared 
it's not Jared. No, no, I, I almost forgotten about that guy. I wonder he's in jail, isn't he? I, I think he's still in jail. But yeah, it's it, 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 you wouldn't think it would if you've worked in like any type of fast food or any type of like store where you've had to make sandwiches or just deal with customers, you you can relate to it. And uh so I'm thinking to myself, I, I stumble upon one. And so I'm watching a three-minute video of this guy making sandwiches with a narration uh, of a quick story over it. Then I find myself watching like six of them in a row. And I'm like, wait, what, what did I just do? That's just like 15, 18 minutes out of my life. And I just watched a guy making sandwiches. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's a meditative thing, but this guy has like, each video has like over a million views. I'm like, wow, this guy got onto something. I mean, how come I don't think of things like that? I mean, just doing every day mundane stuff. I mean, my job, quite frankly, if I did a point of view camera with my job, it wouldn't particularly be interesting. It'd be me sitting in a, under in a behind a computer for probably half the day than walking to a couple buildings and just interacting with people and the conversations aren't that invigorating really love my job love it to death but it wouldn't be that interesting to an observer watching these videos um it sounds like you'd be addicted to tiki talk uh, yeah i i might um i might uh I might, I, I'm going to have to get a uh, TikTok account. And I'm also going to have to look up the definition to the word insidious uh, because uh, Father Brian's quite, quite smart with his words. Now, people are going to listen to this show who know me and be like, you don't know what that word means? Oh, my goodness. I'm terrible with vocabulary. I'm terrible. Okay, insidious definition. I'm looking it up. Let's see if you guys have it in the chat room. Uh, he made it up. <laughs> uh, insidious. Have a gradual and cumulative effect. Okay, yeah. Developing so gradual it has to be well established before becoming apparent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is something these videos, they just, they kind of gradually build on you until 15, 18 minutes later after you've watched like six of them, you're like, oh, oh wow, what have I just done? It's like, and yeah, I watched a few more today. Uh, absolutely. So you can upload three minute videos down on Tiki Talk. Yep. Now, I'm guessing they have some, I'm, I'm sure this question has been asked before. On TikTok, Tiki Talk, these videos have to be of the clean nature, is correct? I mean, no nudity, no like uh, profanity. That no profanity can be used, but I'm guessing no unity, no nudity. Unity is a town uh, about three towns away. Um, I'm guessing no nudity. All right. Uh, no, I don't want to do nudity necessarily. I'm just no, I don't want to get naked and do a TikTok, uh, Tiki Talk. I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, you can't. Okay. So, so you got to be really creative. So I don't want to be like a middle-aged guy uh, just dancing to all the songs that kids are dancing to. So I guess what I got to do is watch some of Father Brian's video to see, see what he does. Uh, yeah. Put your meat in a sandwich. Oh yeah. Okay. I could do that. No, now round third, I'm not going to read that. And we already established that can't be done on Tiki Talk. Uh, so, yeah. 
So, so this I think this kid with the YouTube videos got his start on TikTok. So that's how he became famous. Timberlake did that. He did. Yeah, okay. All right. I I believe you on that. I don't know. Maybe it could just be me heating up stuff in a microwave. Uh, that might be interesting. I, I I have some inventive meals that I make for myself here in my single guy apartment. Um, okay, I will Google that in a minute. I will. I will. Uh, so maybe I could do that. Uh, tonight it was, I had some leftover chicken chili. I cooked up some Hamburg because uh, I had that in the fridge. I added it to the chili because there wasn't much there. And stirred it up, heated that up in the microwave. Then I made a really good burrito out of that. It was good. Added some cheddar cheese, some salsa to that. That was some good stuff right there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I could do that. That might be something. Then I could tell a little story over it, like uh, what I'm doing on Podbean, uh, that type of thing. What I learned in, uh, what I learned on uh, Podbean the night before by listening to others, other podcasts. All right. Um, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. My doctor of uh, oh, almost 20 years, he retired. So yesterday's appointment was to meet the new doctor, uh, a lady uh, who I, I can't tell she's younger than me or not. She's got to be. It's one of those things. I'm 50. So I'm looking at her and I'm thinking that she's my age and she's probably like 35. Uh, so anyway, it's happening. Uh, my health care providers are all of a sudden significantly younger than me. So that went well. Uh, uh, I've been on a blood pressure medicine since I was on pneumonia. It's called secondary blood pressure because it came up while I had pneumonia. And the doctor at the time put me on a low dose of blood pressure medicine that I'm still on. And my blood pressure is better than it's ever been, like even since I was like 10 years old. So they decided to... Uh, <laughs> keep me in that one or two fingers uh no i i, I you know what i've never had that done i, I mean i don't uh, we we talk about some personal things here i've never had that done and i don't know why i guess because it's never given me problems i but i mean i go for my yearly physical but i i've never had the one or two finger thing uh done before uh <laughs> uh paging dr fister paging dr fister <laughs> Oh, goodness me. Um, rounding third, that one I did read. But, yeah, I've never had that one done. I, I guess maybe that's something that you only do if you pee frequently or if you're having problems in that area. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have thought about that before. Like, how come I haven't had that type of exam yet? I mean, I am 50 years old. I thought they started that at age 40 or something. And, uh <laughs> Oh, rounding third, you're a funny one. And uh, yeah, so anyway, so my blood pressure is good. Uh, everything else is good. My heart rate's really low. All these exercise classes I've been doing have been uh, benefiting me. I mean, I'm actually quite healthy. Yeah. Dr. Stout. Doctor, speaking of Dr. Stout, I wonder where he is tonight. Um, yeah, he may be chiming in later. Uh, yeah. Uh, cholesterol's good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I scheduled my next appointment for my yearly physical in December. So, uh, Wicked Awesome is in good health and I hope you are too. 
Uh, I know Father Brian's had some health issues recently, and I hope you hopefully you're on the mend. Uh, seems like you are. No, I, yeah, they still do that. The the coughing thing is a given. Ever since I was like uh, 12 years old, uh, you do that. Was my doctor cute? Um, that's good that you're mending. Was my doctor cute? She wasn't unattractive, but, you know, you know, I don't really, I do keep myself professional in such situ- situations. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, she wasn't unattractive. Very, very pleasant, pleasant as can be. She's also my daughter. Do- uh, she's a family practitioner, p- practitioner and she's also my uh, daughter's uh, doctor as well. So anyway, so losing, I lost my doctor that I really liked, but uh, <laughs> I'm not reading that rounding third. I'm not reading that. <laughs> um, lost my doctor of almost 20 years who I really, really liked. And, but I think my new doctor is going to be just fine. And it's really difficult to find a doctor uh, in this area as it is in probably most of rural America to find a really good, just basic primary care physician. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Father Brian brought it up last night on his show, and it was interesting because my son brought it up the other day, and I can't believe I'm talking about it, but I'm going to. And it's come up on this show before, uh, maybe a couple, three times. A bidet versus toilet paper. A bidet is a more hygienic way of dealing with your region after you've had a movement uh it's more it's cleaner and it's more environmentally friendly uh the problem is i rent an apartment so i'd have to convince the landlord to do that uh now i joked on father brian's show about you know using a garden hose instead or the power washer at the local car wash obviously those two things aren't practical but um, I would have to convince the landlord to put a bidet in, and I'm wondering if he would do that. But I, but I've I've heard a lot of talk lately about how a bidet makes sense, and I think bidets. Maybe that's what I should do for a hashtag on my Twitter. Uh, hashtag bidet uh, useabidet.com. Maybe that maybe that could be the new trend in uh, the area. Use a hose from a sink. You can get your big ass on the counter. Uh, can you get your big ass on the counter? Well, first of all, my ass isn't big. My ass is perfect. Perfect size, perfect uh, bounce, if you will. You know, I've been doing a lot of squats, uh, so uh, my uh, my ass is doing pretty good these days, I must say. And uh, so I get I can get that on the counter, but if you, you want to use the hose from the sink, I believe you can buy a hose extension that will reach from your sink to the bathroom and maybe it could be done that way here's my pitch you'll be cleaner the paper saves saves the environment oh yeah absolutely that yeah yeah hashtag ass is doing good (laughs) yes there we go there's the new twitter trend right there yeah talking father brian about upping my uh Twitter, Twitter followers. It's like I tried today. I've I, I tried over the last few days here or there, and it's just like, how do you use Twitter to get more followers? It's just like, what do you need to do? It's just like I'm doing all the advice that the Google thing says. Not that I lose sleep over it, but uh, it's uh, uh, say something stupid. That's true. I could say something really 
uh, stupid. Part of the pride says I suck at Twitter, but I see your stuff on there though, and I mean people share your stuff. So I don't know. Twitter is a weird thing. It is it is one of those social media platforms that celebrities seem to use and have success with. And then every once in a while, as I mentioned before, you see something that's just not funny that gets retweeted, and I'm like, huh? How, how does that happen? I, 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 yeah. Uh, rounding third says he doesn't tweet. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I haven't for years, I've had a Twitter account for years, but now I'm like, well, okay. Uh, I think within the last week and a half, I'm like, you know what, let's try to see what I can do with this thing. (laughs) I know that's not what you said. (laughs) Now this is a PG 13 show. So I get all my 14 year old boy humor out on planet ADHD, which I hope father Brian doesn't mind if I do that. I, he seems to be a good sport. I and actually, I'm relatively good there. I got a, I did, did get a little juvenile last week, but holy cow, was that funny! Oh my god, I was on the ground laughing. Oh my god, was that funny? That was that was funny. Uh, it's fantastic, perfectly fun, good. Yeah, you're thanks, Father Brian. You're a good sport. All right. Um, yeah, so that, I just wanted to talk about the bidet versus toilet paper thing for a little bit. Uh, we're still talking about our moral compass here. And I think Nonsense uh, Password, he was talking the other uh, day about how he has reached a number of followers where advertisers are reaching out to him. So it's, again, it's what are you comfortable advertising uh, for? He, he, A lot of this discussion has been coming up a lot on these uh, podcasts and uh, it keep and I keep bringing it up here. And of course, some will say two million dollars and I will, you know, I will do anything I do. it. Yeah. Whatever pays the bills. Yeah. Last time we talked about if you're an alcoholic like Bruce Willis and did wine cooler commercials back in the day is that hypocritical i'm glad we had that discussion because i mean i don't drink anymore but i would have no problem doing a commercial for alcohol i mean I, i'd do it i'd do it i suppose if you're doing an advertise i mean at some point i guess we all have issues products where we take a moral stand if we uh, uh i mean we're not going to sponsor a person or go to a restaurant if uh we believe that that company is uh, somehow morally uh, just inept somehow. Uh, some people don't care one way or another, I suppose, but I wouldn't go to a place called uh, Hitler's Brewery in Wings or something. I mean, I, you know, where they have Hitler drinking out of uh, one of those German flasks and holding a big chicken wing. I, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't go into that place. And I certainly, wouldn't do an advertisement for such a place, uh, which makes you wonder, does such a place exist? Hitler's Brewery and Wings. What do you think, Rounding Third? Great. That means I've got to change the name. <laughs> Rounding Third, you do not own a restaurant called Hitler's Brewery and Wings. <laughs> oh, goodness me. It's just like, yeah, yeah. See, now, if I were famous, uh, the news on Twitter the next morning would be like uh, popular podcaster promotes Hitler's brewery and wings restaurants. That's what would happen. Like, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> Thanks for ruining my dreams. A good one rounding third. It's like Joe Rogan today, which Joe Rogan, I don't see the appeal of that guy or that show. He said something stupid today and it made Twitter. I mean, yeah, you just got to say something, something stupid. And you, all you have to do is you have to be famous and you have to do something really stupid. And then you're you're going to trend on, on Twitter. Uh, so if I was really famous and uh, that what I just said got picked up, that would get picked up. Uh, Wicked Awesome Podcast host promotes the idea of Hitler's brewery and wings, and which is not the truth, of course. I'm not promoting that at all. But Joe Rogan, I guess, said today uh, that uh, he doesn't believe kids or he's advocating for kids not to get the vaccine. It's just like, you know, oh, goodness me. I mean, who are these guys anyway? Who made them like CDC health experts, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly, exactly. It'd be on the evening news, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I would, I'd do it. I'd do a commercial for Oscar Meyer. I would. I haven't had bologna in years, but I'd do a commercial for Oscar Meyer. I used to eat bologna uh, a long time ago. I remember in college, you know, it was 99 cents a pound, you know, and uh, there are times that uh, I can't, I actually ate that stuff. Yeah. By the log. Ooh, can you imagine buying bologna by the log? Just like, and then you just take it out of the fridge and gnaw on it every once in a while as you're uh, listening to Planet ADHD. Um, that'd be, that would be something. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever bought bologna by the uh, well? F yeah, rounding third just said yeah. He 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 likes the bologna by the log. Absolutely yeah. I do remember there was this German bologna that I used to buy. That was like the high price bologna. That stuff was good. That I don't care what was in it. It was but it was just the the right amount of spices. That stuff was good. It was really good on uh, uh, JJ Nissen's Canadian white bread or even the Canadian brown bread that they had. It actually, it was really good on that. Just with a little bit of mustard. You didn't even have to put cheese on it. That was just it, man. Oh, that was just good, good. And cold SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag German bologna. Hashtag Hitler's brewery and wings. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine if I did that? <laughs> God, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. Um... All right. Hashtag hard salami. Now you're talking. Yeah. Hard salami is good stuff right there. Okay. All right. So we're approaching about an hour. Uh, I see that there's four people in the room. So I know Father Brian, we got rounding third. I didn't see the fourth per who the fourth person is or was. But if you're in, thank you for joining the room. And uh, right now, we have uh, two drunk guys and they uh, actually we have three generation X guys in the bar right now. Yep. Uh, two of them don't drink anymore. Uh, one really likes the cannabis and the other one likes to drink and eat logs of bologna. Uh, so we're triple X. That's right. That's right. We are triple X. You got it. Rounding third. Absolutely. Yep. 
<laughs> uh, good for you. Uh, sober, not high even. Okay, good for you. Good here. No longer PG-13. That's right. We're triple X. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention on my notes from the last show, um, and my list of top 100 favorite things. I mentioned in the notes my favorite soda pop, which is Dr. Pepper, my favorite non-carbonated beverage, which is uh, sweet and iced tea, favorite uh, potato chip, which is Cape Cod Mesquite barbecue chips, which I wonder, do they have those in any, do they have Cape Cod chips in, uh, in Illinois, Farley Bryan, Cape Cod chips? They're really, really good. Okay. Uh, hey, Tony. Okay, Tony's the other guy. I stopped drinking 40 years ago. Good for you. Going on six years here. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have Cape Cod chips there. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were a regional thing, so um, it must be uh, solely New England. Yeah, yeah, I, I do know that the potato chip brands uh, do change depending on where you live. I mean, in some cases, they taste the same, but these are the, the Cape Cod chips or the kettle-cooked ones, and there's a mesquite barbecue one they make that is divine, uh, really, really good. So, But I'm sure you have an equivalent out where... Uh, you are in the Midwest. All right. So we have that. Then the one that I forgot to mention was uh, my favorite yogurt, yogurt, my favorite yogurt position. This is what we do in Maine. We pronounce ours where they don't belong and we leave them out uh, where they do. Uh, so I'm going to get in my car tomorrow. Uh, but when I pronounce the word yoga, I pronounce it yoger, yoger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called paint them all red, paint them all red, paint them all red. You'll see you when they'll rob your head, paint them all red. Um, anyway, yeah, my favorite yoga position, even though I've never done yoga in my life, I've decided it's downward dog, which is when you're on all fours. And you have one arm out and you have the opposing leg out and you hold it. Now, I do that in some uh, fit. I do. I do do that pose in a exercise regimen that I do called strong fitness, but I don't do it in yoga. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I'm up to. Um, art. Arc back and stick out your tongue. Yeah, that is that a yoga pose? I like that. If it's if that's not a yoga pose, is it really? No kidding. I see. I, I got to get more into this yoga thing. No kidding. All right. We'll have to. I'll have to look into that, Father Brian. All right. Okay. So I'm up to rounding third, Father Brian. You can help me with this too. I'm up to number forty three. I need another. I need more favorite topics. What could it be? What could it be? Favorite, favorite, favorites. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about uh, music's always a good one. Uh, I did favorite country song. Father Brian helped me with that one. So favorite music by genre. Favorite 80s pop song. Ooh, here we go. Favorite 80s pop song. Uh, oh, I know what that one is, I think. <laughs> None. Nah, I'm going to go with uh, Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, remember that one? That was on uh, that album, Bad. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to go with that one. I mean, 
Hey, anyways, it comes do 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 I won't sing it. I won't sing it, but I say that one. Uh, yeah, that's right. Alien Ant Farm did a remake of that, and uh, which is good. Talk dirty to me by Poison. Father Brian likes. I, I saw those guys in concert back when they were really popular. It was my senior year of high school, nineteen eighty nine, and Tesla opened open for them. Um, uh, I remember, and Poison weren't those guys drunk on stage, and Tesla was about equally as drunk. Uh, it was that was an interesting show. I remember smoking pot way, way back. I'm like, uh, the crowd was, uh, yeah, I just sat in the balcony way, way back. This is the Portland Main uh, Civic Center, which is still around. And I just uh, smoke pot and kind of observe what was going on. The thing is, you can't really make out their faces from that distance. It's a small arena, really. But you can see what's going on. And when you're stoned and you're just kind of observing, it's uh, it was kind of a trip. It was kind of a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signs, signs everywhere. The sun's. Yeah, that song's a remake, uh, believe it or not. Um, it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we got that favorite. Uh, I was thinking the other day, actually, we're going to do an album review in probably, ooh, Best Pot Concert. Oh, wow, Rodney Ferrett, you got me on that one. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Um, well, actually, that Ziggy Marley, I saw Ziggy Marley. There was a festival in... Oh, you saw him at Colby College? Yeah, I actually saw UB40 at Colby College. Oh, you saw the Grateful Dead? Oh, man, I am so jealous. It's like, yeah, you totally win, Father Brian. I regret to this day that I never, ever, 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 ever saw the Grateful Dead in concert. They played it the year before Jerry Garcia died. They played in Vermont at Highgate and... I had a chance to go and I didn't go. And that was the last time they even came remotely close to this area. And then he died and I was like, ah, damn it, damn it. And I haven't seen the dead, you know, the, the, who, whoever's left in that group that tore around and I'm all, um, oh, wow. My first true love was a deadhead. No kidding, man. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. Um, yeah. So I remember, you said Colby College for Ziggy Marley. I saw UB40. It was also my senior year in high school at Colby College. And I probably, yeah, of course I smoked pot. Of course I smoked pot at that concert. But it really wasn't that great of a concert. It kind of just got monotonous after a while. The Red Red Wine was a popular hit. So they played that song, like the third song in, everyone went wild. And that was like, uh, yeah. And uh, Ziggy Marley, I saw in the Horde Festival in 1994 and that one was a bunch of bands uh that was in like three different stages on the smaller stage i remember was joan osborne no one had heard of her at the time she's the one that sang what if god was one of us just us and that was kind of cool she put on a good show she was on one of the smaller stages as i said and oh you know what's interesting about that that concert was the day after Jerry Garcia died. That festival was the day after Jerry Garcia died, and everyone was feeling really down and playing covers of uh, Dead Tunes. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Ziggy Marley, the Black Crows headlined. Uh, Blues Traveler was there. That was a good show. Uh, that was so. Maybe that one is. Uh, no, I didn't lose my virginity in the bathroom that day. I was in my twenties at that point. I was twenty-three, and yeah, I had lost my virginity by then. Yeah, yeah. I am proud to say I was a twenty-three-year-old non-virgin. <laughs> uh yeah yeah so that was that was my best stoner concert okay i'm gonna put that on there the horde festival 1994 at old orchard beach the old ballpark which i think now is in ruins that'd be interesting to see now yeah so best stoner concert the horde festival all right all right horde festival 1994 okay Awesome. You played there last summer? Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, and the base, so it's still a baseball stadium. That's cool. Is there graffiti all over the place uh, in the balcony, or does it hold up? Has it held up pretty well? Yeah. I saw a lot of concerts there back in the day, now that I think of it. They cleaned it up. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, do, I know at one point they were worried about it because it was uh, being neglected. But geez, I saw a Def Leppard there. I saw Aerosmith there. Uh, I saw Black Crows twice there. I, I guess that's it. But I mean, man, there are a lot of shows that used to go on there. That was it. Actually, wasn't a bad little venue. All right. Um, so, what else do we got? So, the best Stoner concert, uh, Smooth Criminal, best '80s song. Okay. <coughs> uh, excuse me. I don't even know. As far as pop songs are concerned. My, I guess I could do best modern day pop song, but yeah, maybe I'll do that. This is a good place for that. Best modern day pop song. Oh, I know what that one would be right off the bat. That'd be Get Lucky. Get Lucky. We're up all night for good fun. Daft Punk. I'm up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. I'm up all night to get lucky. I'm up. Okay, I'll stop singing. Uh, yeah, okay. Favorite breakfast sandwich. That's easy. Um, you take a, does it have to be from a place or can it just be one that I make up on my own? Uh, does it have to, uh, does it have to be, do I have to like go to a restaurant and buy this uh, dealer's choice? Okay. I'm going to say one that I can make on my own. This one is going to sound really, really bad, but it's actually don't knock it until you try it. Okay, here we go. Cinnamon raisin bagel, of course. With a slice of, <laughs> with a slice of what kind of cheese? I'm going to go with Havarti dill cheese, cinnamon raisin, raisin bagel, Havarti dill cheese, uh, red onion, a little, nice little thin slice of red onion. Egg over medium, not too runny, not too hard, and bacon. And the bagel, the cinnamon raisin bagel, has to be toasted, uh, perfectly toasted on both sides with butter. And hot sauce has to go on that too, of course. Uh, like a good hot sauce, you know. Uh, I don't even uh, know the name brand. Speaking of hot sauces, I got a story to tell about hot sauces. 
cinnamon raisin. I got to write this down. See, I'm writing this stuff down for posterity. Uh, purple onion or red onion. Uh, Avardi dill. Uh, cheese. And uh, egg or medium hot sauce. Okay. Uh, favorite hot sauce. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know what? I'm going to write it down. Um, my ex-wife's boyfriend. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, I split my time between the apartment and my house. My apartment's small. I don't like to uproot the kids and have them uh, stay here. They like their rooms. They like their privacy. So I spend the night at the house uh, one night a week, and uh, my ex-wife goes off and stays with her now uh, a boyfriend. Sometimes I do that twice, and I stop by during the week most days to see him. I see him. I see him as I get on the bus. That type of thing. So anyway, he's a chef. It's so one thing I look forward to when I stay the night at the house is he makes really good hot sauces. He, I think he's going to market them. Even uh, he's talked about it. They're like like mango habanero, like sweet and just really freaking like hot, like burn your mouth hot. It like yeah, he. So my ex wife's boyfriend makes the best hot sauce. Uh, the, I'm telling you, you got to try it. I I got to say, I think she left me for this guy's hot sauces. Uh, so. Uh, and that's what I'm going to write that down. Yeah. I mean, there, nothing compares to it. So I just mentioned that that breakfast sandwich. I want that with my ex-wife's uh, new boyfriend's uh, hot sauce. Oh, oh, my God. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. That came, but you get the idea. Hashtag she left me for his hot sauce. Yes. That's the best one you've come up with all night, rounding third. Hashtag she left me for his hot sauce. That one is going on Twitter. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. All right. I like this hashtag game we're playing. It's awesome. Hashtag. All right. Uh, I have noticed the people that have uh, come in the room are actually staying in, which is good. Thank you for staying in. Hashtag, she left me for his hot sauce. She left me for his hot sauce. All right. Hot sauce, they fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, who the hell is this? Who the hell is this middle aged guy just ranting and raving about? <laughs> Good thing you're all muted. <laughs> I got to go get ready. Great show. Thanks, Father Brian, for chiming in. I will join you probably pretty soon, actually. Your show starts in 15 minutes. Yep. Okay. I might. I might close this one off early uh, tonight, too. Um, yeah, when I do that, actually. Uh, uh, so that way we can get ready for his show. Uh, thanks for chiming in. I'll be here every Tuesday night at 730. This one went a little more than an hour and 15 minutes, which is fine. I'll go up to two hours if the room's active. And hashtag pulling out early. And yeah, yeah. So this one I'll pull out a little bit early, but I'm just happy to be here and uh and i'll be here next tuesday i will be dry flying down to florida on friday to drive back with my dad and i'll be back monday so next tuesday night show will be on there won't be a saturday night show 
The next Saturday night show will be May 8th, which will be with Eric. And we're going to talk about Biden's 100 days. By then, it'll be about Biden's first 114 days. And happy to be with you uh, to do podcast from the road in the car. That is a possibility. That is a, the, the, that is a possibility. The problem is I don't have uh, unlimited data on my phone, uh, which I, I got to upgrade on that. She's probably going to do that before my trip. But I could do it from a hotel room uh, or, or whatever just for a few minutes. But we'll see. Hashtag road trip on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be sending some pictures. Maybe I'll post some pictures on the Twitter with hashtag road trip on it, and that'll get it, the Twitter account going as well. All right. So uh, rounding third, Father Brian and Tony, thanks for chiming in tonight. And if you're listening to this as a recording, thanks for listening. Uh, share with your friends. And until next Tuesday, be well.